I want to go back to something I talked about a little bit yesterday, and this time I'm going in a little more in-depth because we're going to talk to the person who wrote the piece. But um, in case you didn't see this, on August 24th, so a little bit over a week ago, California banned the sale of new gasoline-powered cars starting in 2035. On August 21st, they announced a ban on gasoline-powered cars. All right, you got that? On August 30th, six days later, California issued a statement to all residents telling them to avoid charging their electric vehicles. No gas cars, use the EVs. And oh, by the way, you can't charge the EVs. I wish I was making that up. I'm not. I'll give you the direct quote. During a flex alert, customers are urged to reduce energy use from 4 to 9 p.m. You know, 4 o'clock like when you're coming home from work and then you plug in your car. Don't use it because the system is most stressed at that point because the demand for electricity remains high and there's less solar energy available. The top three conservation actions are to set the thermostats to 78 or higher because that's like super comfortable. Avoid using large appliances and avoid charging your electric vehicles. It is impossible, I said it before, I will say it again, to comprehend the depth of the stupidity of the modern American Democrat. We're trying. We really, really are. But I have had no success in understanding that to this point. Yesterday we told you about 10 facts electric vehicle advocates don't want you to know. That piece was by Mark Tapscott in PJ Media. He joins us now with some more on it and some reaction to California. It's insanity. Mark, thanks for the time. I appreciate you coming on. How are you? I am fine. How are you today? I'm good because I don't have to go outside and worry about whether I'm allowed to plug in my car or not. Um, but unfortunately, we might have to be worried about that very, very soon. Uh, let's talk about the mandates, first of all. Before we get into the 10 facts and some of the other things you'd like to share with us about uh, uh, over-reliance on EV use, um, let's talk about uh, you know what California has done, and from what I have read, as many as 14 other states have also done or agreed to ban the sale of gas-powered cars by 2035 in their states. What do you make of that? Yeah, well... Number one, if it's California doing it, that's that's an assumption of you better think twice. <laughs> um, and and number two, as as you put it, and I hate to say this, but it is absolutely the truth. The idea that we are going to convert from gas powered vehicles and and fossil fuel based economy like we have now to an electric vehicle transportation system in the next 10 years or eight years, if you're Joe Biden, it's it's stupid. It is not going to happen. It is physically impossible to do. And yet they are forcing it down our throats and they are, you know, looking at every possible way they can do that. Um, the fact that California within a week, as you pointed out, um, of passing that mandate had to tell people don't recharge your cars. EVs only make up about 3% of the California vehicle population right now. And if they can't afford to do for 3%, how in the world are they going to do it for 100%? The answer, of course, is they can't. Yeah, the the electric infrastructure would, would make that literally physically uh, impossible. You 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 simply right. cannot possibly keep up, uh, you know, with the demand uh, on on the grid. If if you literally go from millions and millions of of California cars, and and this is just one state, much less the goal here by the Brandon administration, 
is to do this yeah. everywhere, to outlaw the right. internal combustion engine everywhere. And not just cars, tractors and combines and, and virtually every place where gas is used, they want to replace it with these batteries that are, that are powered by electricity. And Mark Tapscott from PJ Media, do you want to tell him or do you want me to? That if we did such a thing, we would use more coal and more natural gas than we have ever even dreamed of in the history of our country as they try to stop the use of fossil fuels. That's exactly right. Um, the, the, the big secret that the environmentalists don't want to have to talk about in public is that electricity has to be generated somewhere and somehow. And as things stand right now, about 80% of all the energy use in this country is a product of fossil fuels. Um, and converting from that to solar and wind, from so-called renewable ones, it's, it's not going to happen. You would have to carpet the entire western third of the U.S. in solar panels, which we would have to buy from China, basically, uh, in order to have the possibility of producing enough electricity. But, of course, on cloudy days, forget it. So. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry about your luck on cloudy days. Well, that's why they said after yeah. between 4 and 9, uh, there's less solar sorry. power that's able to be, to, to be uh, generated. Um, yeah, and, sorry, and, sorry, boss. Uh, it's cloudy outside. I can't come in today. <laughs> That's exactly right. And you know, and and yet, you know, let's just let's just entertain ourselves for a moment. You don't have to agree, but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. Okay. So he says these things, Mark Tapscott from PJ Media, to his radical gangrene base, and they cheer and wildly. They have no earthly idea, as you said, what the source of energy or of electricity is. And they also don't talk about, as this is a great big, you know, save the planet movement, what you just said about you could blanket the entire country in solar panels and still not generate enough electricity to run things. And not to mention the fact that the solar panels, just like the electric car batteries, just like the wind turbine blades, yep. are non-biodegradable. They don't, well, they don't, they don't decompose. They fill landfills and will until there are mountains of them, and then they're going to start dumping them in the ocean. And how great is that for the environment? Uh, you know, you just you just nailed it again. Somewhere there's let's just assume, for purposes of discussion, that that half of all the vehicles in America are uh, EVs, electric vehicles. Okay. Every couple of years, there's going to have to be a turnover with new batteries. And that means we're going to have millions and millions and millions of these things and no place to put them. You know, we used to argue about where are we going to put nuclear waste from nuclear power plants. That problem is minuscule compared to the problem that we will have disposing of all these batteries, all of these busted-up solar panels that, as you said, don't biodegrade, and all of the uh, the wind turbine blades that kill eagles, by the way, and other birds. Um, there's just the only word that I can think of that, that is uh, honestly describes the mentality that wants this is, as you said, <laughs> Stupidity. It ain't going to work. 
Yeah, and you know, we we talk often about um which is the more dangerous quality for for American leaders to have, stupidity or dishonesty? Cuz I I think I think the modern American Democrat is too stupid to know, but I think the leadership does know. They're just lying about it. They don't talk about it. They don't bring those things up. They hide it the best they can because it would get in the way of their agenda. So I think you have kind of a, a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B going on here. Yeah, I think there's a column C too that is that is the fundamental source. Which is and there was a book written that you may be familiar with by Hannah Aaron. The totalitarian temptation in the heart of every leftist is the desire to tell everybody else how to live their life. And they want to do that through government power. You opened this segment with that wonderful uh, clip from uh, President Reagan's great speech in 1964, which, by the way, is what got me interested in this stuff when I was 14 years old. Um, That's exactly the point. You know, who is going to decide how we live our lives? You and I in our private capacities with our families and so forth, or some bureaucrat who's not elected sitting off in a distant capital in Washington, D.C., in some building that nobody can see um, because it looks like every other building in Washington, D.C., and you have no chance of, you know, changing things. You just do what they tell you to. Well, that was the promise of this republic when it was gifted to us, that we would be able to live our lives privately and make our own decisions. The government would only be there to assist us when we asked for it on various things regarding infrastructure and so forth, but that that, that our lives would be our own. And that is exactly uh, what they are trying to destroy now. They are trying to destroy the basic foundation, the constitutional principles upon which this republic was built, and they want to start it over in a Marxist-slash-socialist type of um, ideology and economic system and that and that is that is i think at the heart of all this this is where we get into the the dishonest part of the column that i mentioned or as you call it totalitarian it really is it is telling people you know don't you worry we'll give you we'll make sure you have the rations you need we'll make sure that everybody has it all on an equitable basis everybody will have the same it doesn't matter what you are or how hard you work or how hard you try we'll make sure that everybody has the same opportunities as everybody or not opportunities same outcomes as everybody else and that, that to me, is, 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 is terrifying. Yeah. You know, uh, Reagan concluded that speech in 1964 by um, telling us, you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We can choose for this, um, our children and our grandchildren, this, the last best hope on earth of freedom on earth, or we can sentence them to a thousand years of darkness. At least let them say of us, we did all that could be done. And, you know, there's a lot to be done these days because the folks on the other side, they never stop. They never give up. They're constantly trying to tell us how to run our lives. Well, Mark, we're talking to Mark Tapscott, PJ Media. We play that part of the Reagan speech as well at various times on this program. So I'm very familiar with it. And. So let's talk about what what's to be done. You know, you've got these ten things that they don't want you to know, or they, you know, as far about about being you know EV reliant in this country. So let's just say for a second that the uh, the powers that be re- retain that power and they go forward with their with their plan to make us energy dependent, particularly when it comes to the you know the uh, uh, the the uh, ingredients of these batteries, the cobalt, the manganese, the lithium that we have to yeah. get from Africa, we have to get from China. So we're energy dependent on other countries. 
if I recognize this danger, you recognize this danger, and a whole bunch of us do, but we're not the ones in power, what do we do? What is the work that we can do to try to stop this insanity? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, Elon Musk said something this, this past week that, frankly, I didn't expect to hear from him, but he did say it, and it's absolutely true. Um, he said, and I'm not quoting him exactly, but I think I've got the gist of it, that um, we can't do without fossil fuels. I'll, uh, I'll quote is- him for you, Mark. You can, you can finish this up, but as I have it in front of me. I have this uh, link to my page. Realistically, he said, I think we need to use oil and gas in the short term because otherwise civilization will crumble. One of the biggest challenges the world has ever faced is the transition to sustainable energy and a sustainable economy. That will take some decades to complete. So here's a guy who owns the most powerful electric vehicle company in the world telling everybody, we need oil and gas. We need to use fossil fuels or else the entire thing will crumble. Go ahead. Yeah. And that's and that's that's basically he's saying in, in a much more succinct way exactly the point I try to make that you know you can argue whether or not we should but if you assume that we should make the transition you've got to do it in an honest and forthright manner and that means you have to acknowledge as Elon Musk said it will take a long time um, and you can't force it on people. And, uh, you know, if Elon Musk is saying that, then that, that to me, is an indication that um, the further along this road we get in the next couple of years, the more clear it's going to become to more and more people that, wait a minute, this is not a good idea. Let's rethink this. Um, and I think what's going to happen in November when everybody goes to vote for a new Congress uh, I think that's going to be a good indication of um, how soon or how much longer it will take to get to that point when people say, wait a minute. Mark uh, Tapscott is my guest. He is a writer for PJ Media, did a terrific piece, 10 Facts of Electric Vehicle Advocates Don't Want You to Know. It's linked to my page at alwayswrite.us, as will this interview be uh, in just a short while. Mark, thank you for writing it. Thanks for talking about it with us, and thanks for making people aware of it. Uh, that is that is step number one, is we've got to make sure people know what the reality is. So we appreciate your yeah. part in that. Well, listen, man, thanks for having me on, and let's do it again. Let's plan on it. Appreciate that. We'll do it. Thank you, Mark. That's Mark Tapscott uh, from PJ Media. We'll take this time out now at 1125. Always Right Radio will return, however, on AM 1420, The Answer. With no particular place to go Riding along in my automobile I was anxious to tell her the way I could Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.